we're excited to have evangelist Josh Herring with us today. Amen. He's another one that's come back home. My goodness. It's the year of Jubilee, but maybe it should be the year of homecoming. Amen. That's Jubilee too. Amen. But Brother uh, Herring has been uh, preaching out in California, and we know they need the Lord badly out there in California. But we are delighted that he is back in Florida with his wife and his two beautiful boys, Jude and Jet. Man, these guys, I've already fallen in love with these two guys. They're amazing. And uh, they are all here today, and we are so happy that Brother Herring is with us. We're going to be uh, in revival throughout the next several months. Brother Herring is going to be coming and going, uh, but uh, we're starting out this year in revival, and it's going to continue. So I hope you're ready, expecting, anticipating a mighty move of the Holy Ghost. Would you welcome our evangelist, Brother Josh Herring, from Florida. Somebody clap your hands and shout the name of Jesus as loud as you can right now. Come on, someone lift up your voice. Let's take it a little bit higher and lift him up right now. He called up a rush at At the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow of things in heaven and things in earth and things and somebody shout Jesus again. Shout his name right now. You can't be discouraged when you shout Jesus. You cannot be depressed when you shout Jesus. You cannot be overwhelmed when you shout Jesus. You will not be stressed out when you shout that name that's above every other name. Come on. Let the devil hear you right now. Let the devil hear you worship him. I worship you, Jesus. I exalt you, Jesus. We are here to magnify the name that's above every name. Somebody get on fire right now. Don't wait for the altar call. Somebody get on fire right now. Somebody worship and shout and dance and lift up your hands. Lift up your voice. There's no greater time to worship Jesus than right now. We worship you and we exalt you and we love you. I feel good. Hallelujah. The devil hates it when you're doing what you're doing right now. He's messed with you all week long. He's bothered you. He's attacked your kids. He's attacked your mind. He's attacked your family. And yet on Sunday morning when you could be in bed with the drapes drawn and the sheets over your head, you're in the house of God with your hands clapping and your voice lifted up. Do it despite the enemy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. This is the kind of atmosphere where stuff happens. Where your life is transformed forever and you're never the same again. Someone's going to get the Holy Ghost today and they will never be the same again. Someone is going to be healed today and they will never have that pain again in the presence of Jesus. Anything is possible. Praise God. Hallelujah. 
It's all right to smile when you don't feel it. It's all right to worship when you don't feel it. It's all right to do that because it changes the atmosphere. Can you feel faith just hovering in here right now? Something's supposed to happen in here today. Praise God. Hallelujah. Book of Acts chapter 2, 1 through 4, 16 through 18, 38, 39. Give honor to pastor and bishop and love them dearly and appreciate them very, very much. Excited about what's going on in Haiti. I'm excited that I get to go this summer with you guys and do a crusade in Haiti this summer. It's going to be an awesome outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And I uh, give honor to my wife and our boys. I see one of them did not go to nursery. He was supposed to. Were you being bad yet? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Acts 2, 1 through 4, 16 through 18, 38, 39. Give honor to all the pastors here, all the guests here. We're delighted you're here. I'm going to be preaching to you this morning. I'll preach to the church tonight, but... Everyone's welcome to come, unless you think Lady Gaga is more important than Jesus Christ. So if the place is half empty tonight, we will know who you praise. Oops. Besides, no one likes the Patriots anyway. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind filled all the house where they were sitting. There appeared to them cloven tongues like as a fire sat upon each of them. They were all filled. Someone say they were all filled. But the Holy Ghost began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Verse 16, but this is that which is spoken by the prophet Joel. Shall come to pass in the last day, saith God, I will pour out. Someone say, I will pour out. Of my spirit upon all flesh, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your young men shall see visions, your old men shall dream dreams, and all my servants and all my handmaidens I will pour out. Someone say, I will pour out. In those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy. 38 and 39. Then Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost for the promise of is unto you and to your children, to all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. And I'm going to preach to you this morning from the subject, it's raining everywhere. It is raining everywhere, and it's going to rain right here in this altar call today. Are you ready? Can you get your faith out right now? Don't get bored with the Holy Ghost. It's about to rain in here again. Jesus is going to show up, and stuff's going to happen. So, Lord Jesus, we take authority over every demonic spirit in this house and in this city. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, any person with chains on their mind or emotions or body, we command those chains to fall off right now so they can feel your presence. Let liberty get all around them. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I bind every power of Satan. Loose the gift of faith right now in this house on every man, every woman woman, every boy, and every girl, and do the miraculous. We praise you in advance in the name of Jesus Christ. Can we clap our hands one more time to the King of kings and the Lord of all lords? Praise God. You may be seated. You do not have to be a prophet 
to understand that the last days are upon us. You look across the world, you just read the news headlines, and then you go to your Bible, and, and you read in the Bible what was going to be, what was prophesied to happen, and it's happening in the news every single day. Iran is defying the UN right now, sanctions and test firing missiles. It's, it's, it's on the edge of a world war breaking out. Jesus Christ is about to come back, and, and the world is groaning. The earth is groaning. Things are happening, just disgusting things. ISIS doing terrible things to human beings. The spirit of Satan unleashing things across the world. And if you are normal, hell wants you to see everything from a negative point of view about the end times. Everything is negative. You can barely see anything positive on the news anymore because it's constantly talking about the terrible things that are happening in these last days. Make no mistake about it. Satan wants you to live in fear and he wants you to live in terror and worried about what's going to happen. That's what the enemy does. He capitalizes on fear and on terror. But let me tell you something amazing that's also going on in these last days. The Word of God said in the last days, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Not everything is negative in the world right now. There is a God that even though you think he may not be seeing you, he's doing some crazy stuff across this planet. He knows every person's name in this room right now. He knows the day you were born. He knows the day he's going to give you the Holy Ghost or the day he gave you the Holy Ghost. It will rain in this room. Amen. It's happening in Afghanistan. In the Middle East, more people are getting the Holy Ghost than ever before. That's not going to hit the news because the devil doesn't want you to hear that hitting the news. He doesn't want you to know that kind of stuff hitting the news. He doesn't want you to know about when bin Laden was killed and how when our soldiers found his wives in caves a few weeks later and we baptized 13 of them, or excuse me, 26 of them in Jesus' name and 13 were filled with the Holy Ghost. That's not going to hit the news, but it's still happen because in the last days saith God I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh hallelujah I refuse to be afraid when I have the king of kings inside of me and the lord of lords inside of me greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world and if God be for us, who can be against us? And if God is on our side, whom shall we fear? That's what the Word said, that no weapon that is formed against me shall be able to prosper. Somebody shout hallelujah. And in America, it's happening. One of the young guys I mentored just told me two nights ago that he was preaching in a little town in Indiana on a Thursday night or Friday night, whatever it was, and, and a lady had a seizure right there in the middle of the service, first-time guest, fell over, was about to die, and they prayed for her, and the seizure stopped, and when the seizure stopped, she raised her hands, and God filled her with the baptism of the Holy Ghost in front of everybody. Another young guy I mentor was in Hawaii last month, and a girl came to the service, and she only had part of a lung 
and she had one lung and then part of another lung and she was short of breath. She was born with this obviously and he said to her, he said, I feel like to tell you in the Holy Ghost that if you will worship Jesus in a way that you know you probably cannot normally do it, but just try. God's going to touch you. She's not supposed to jump at all. She began to jump up and down and when she began to jump up and down, God filled her with the Holy Ghost and when she went to the doctor the next day, there was a brand new lung inside of her body. They said, what in the world happened? I'll tell you what happened. We serve the God of Israel who can do absolutely anything. He can heal anybody in this room. He can deliver any person in this room. He is able to do exceeding and abundantly above all we ask or even Praise God. I was in Jacksonville last month when the lady came down the altar to the altar, blind in her left eye. But when she raised her hands and she began to speak in tongues, she began to scream, I can see, I can see. And God opened her blinded eye in front of everyone. I was in Ohio a couple weeks ago when a deaf man raised his hands and we prayed and we left thinking nothing happened. Then we got a call a week later saying, or two weeks later saying, he just didn't tell anybody. But that night when you prayed for him, his ear popped open and God completely restored his hearing. We serve a God that can do, hear me devil, we serve a God that can still heal cancer. We serve a God that can raise up the dead, that can raise up the cripple, that can open the blinded eyes. His power is undeniable. It's uncontrollable. It's uncontainable. You will not defeat Jesus' power in your life. He is greater than everything the devil's afflicting you with. There's not a spirit in your house or in your body or in your mind or in your family. I don't care if it's a generational spirit or a physical spirit or an emotional spirit or a tormenting spirit. There is no devil that when the presence of God sweeps in the atmosphere can stay in the room. You must Mark it down this morning. When the Holy Ghost falls on you, the devil will be leaving your house today because he cannot stay where the glory of God is. There's only one king. There's only one Lord. Thou believest there is one God. Thou doest well. The devils also believe and tremble, the Bible says. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord, and thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, all thy soul, all thy might. See, while some of you are bored with that, the devil just got nervous. Because nothing brings, I've done this 14 years all over the world, nothing brings miracles into the atmosphere like telling the devil there's still only one God. You wouldn't think that preaching one God would cause miracles to happen, but it's true. Why? Because demonic spirits cannot stand and stay in the presence of that one God who's being identified as the king. And when you acknowledge it and you vocalize it and you verbalize it, you are telling the spirit attacking that lady, that young man, that situation over here. You cannot control the Lord that we serve because we have greater power than what you're doing right now. And when you you acknowledge the one true God, hell 
trembles and fears. So while humans might be sleeping right now in the service, demons are on their toes because they know I've come for their throat this morning. Everything in this room that needs to be delivered will be delivered. Anyone that's sick can be healed. Anyone that needs the Holy Ghost can be filled with the power of the Holy Ghost. If that's you, somebody clap your hands right now. If you want a miracle, clap your shoulder. If you need a miracle, clap your hands. I dare you to make it a little bit louder right now. When hell knows you're serious, they have to back up. When hell knows you're going to go after it, they get nervous because when you understand, I can get it. If I go after it, hell cannot stop. Oh, clap your hands, all ye people, and shout unto God with a voice of triumph, David said. Hallelujah, hallelujah. The most amazing miracle about the end times is not healing. It's the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. He said in the last days, I'll pour out of my spirit. And he's doing it. He's doing it all over the world. Amen. Just in Jacksonville two weeks ago on a Wednesday night, we saw 18 people filled with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It doesn't matter what your background is. I've seen every kind of background get the Holy Ghost. I've seen Satanists come in with all kind of crazy stuff going on. Satan worshipers, but they didn't leave Satan worshipers. They left Jesus worshipers as they were filled with the Holy Ghost. I've seen Muslims get the Holy Ghost. Buddhists get the Holy Ghost. Hindus get the Holy Ghost. Atheists get the Holy Ghost. Witches get the Holy Ghost. It goes, voodoo priestess, get the whole, it does not matter what your background is. I don't care how long you were in prison. When God's ready to set you free, there's not a devil in your house or your mind condemning you or attacking you and tormenting you that can stop you. Can someone get with me right now? They cannot stop you from getting what God is going to give you. And it's in this room right now. It's in this room right now. Touch your neighbor and say, you're next for a miracle. Hallelujah. You're not here accidentally. I don't come to sermonize anybody. I've come for a demonstration of the power of God. We either have it or we do not, and we have it, and we might as well step into it and see what the Lord can do with our faith. Does somebody have faith in here besides me right now? Is there anybody with faith in here for the miraculous? Faith for an outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Faith for a miracle in your family. Somebody get your faith out right now in the face of the devil and say God's going to make a way. God's going to come through. God's going to provide. God's going to heal. God's going to answer my prayer. Hallelujah. Somebody shout hallelujah. And it's not just happening in the church. It's happening everywhere in America. Over 50 people, you probably won't get this on the news ever. Over 50 people that work on Capitol Hill have been baptized in Jesus' name and filled with the Holy Ghost in Pastor Staten's church in Washington, D.C. <sighs> Ryan Priebus, I'm sure most of you know this, the chief of staff of the president, recently went to one of our churches, raised his hands, and God filled him with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. 
Hallelujah. Michelle Bachman from the House of Representatives, she, she was quoted on, on the radio. She was a vice presidential candidate last election. She was quoted on the radio saying, we've got to get back to God and we must be saved. And this is what she said. We must do it by repentance and baptism in Jesus' name and the infilling of the Holy Spirit. Can I tell you, it's happening all over the world and God has stepped into our, in our nation. He is pouring out his spirit everywhere. I don't care what you vote for. I just want you to know God is pouring out the Holy Ghost. It's happening in D.C. It's happening in Florida. It's happening in the Middle East. Are you ready? The king is about to come back. The ultimate homecoming king is Jesus Christ, and he's about to step onto this surface, and every eye will see him, and every knee will bow, and every tongue will confess Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I feel the Holy Ghost up here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The greatest miracle you'll ever receive is the gift of the Holy Ghost. No doubt about it. Whether you see it or not, it's the greatest gift you'll ever receive. Because it absolutely is essential to receive that. Jesus said, except a man be born of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. And he also said in the book of Romans through Paul's handwriting that if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he is none of his. The Holy Ghost is a promise for you right now. Uh, it's, it's, it's all over the Bible. Isaiah said in Isaiah 44 that he would pour out his spirit upon your seed. Proverbs said he would pour out his spirit unto you. Ezekiel said he would give a new spirit unto you and give a new heart to you. That's what the Old Testament Joel said in the last days saith God I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Peter said he repeated Joel's words when he said in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And it's happening right now. How do I get the Holy Ghost? Can you put up Acts chapter 2, verse number 4? I know you probably can all quote these verses. I don't mean to bore you with power. And they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Acts 10, 45 and 46. They of the circumcision which believed were astonished as many as came with Peter because that on the Gentiles, that's you and that's me, also was poured out the gift of the Holy Ghost. How do they know? Verse 46 says, for they heard them speak with tongues and magnify God. Acts chapter 19, verse number 5 and verse number 6. When they heard this they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus and verse 6 said when Paul laid his hands upon them the Holy Ghost came on them and they spake with tongues and prophesied what does that mean if you don't know what that means what is that I don't understand when God gives you his spirit when God pours out his spirit upon you and and you are now filled the evidence that you have his spirit inside of you is you will speak with other tongues when he pours it upon you it's not going to 
be the rest of your life. It's going to be with the moment when he pours it on you. It may, it won't make sense to you. If you speak English, it will not be in English. I remember April 5th, 1990. I was seven years old. When God filled me with the Holy Ghost, it sounded like baby gibberish coming out of my mouth. I knew, I knew it wasn't me speaking this out. I knew I'd never felt what I felt before. And I am 34 years old now. And it was still the greatest moment of my life when God filled me with the Holy Ghost. I had the most beautiful girl in the world as my wife. And our wedding day was wonderful, but not as wonderful as when God filled me with the Holy Ghost. I love my two baby boys with all my heart. I would die for them and I would kill for them. But their birth was not as powerful as when God filled me with the Holy Ghost. Can I tell you, it's the greatest moment in your life when God fills you. Can I get a witness with his spirit? When he fills you with his spirit, you will never be the same again. Somebody shout hallelujah. What does that mean? Speak in tongues. Well, basically, we'll be praying in a few minutes. And when God fills you with his spirit, it's going to come out of your mouth. and It won't make any sense to you. And it won't sound like the person next to you when they're getting the Holy Ghost. It's completely unique. It's, how, it's a heavenly language. Jesus said it like this, out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. This spake he of the Spirit. You know, that tongue of yours can say all kind of evil stuff and can say all kind of terrible things about people. That tongue can swear and curse. That tongue can say terrible things. But when God fills you with the Holy Ghost, you've never felt purer in your life than when God puts his Spirit upon you. You know, you need, I'm just going to say it bluntly, and you may not like it. And I don't mean to make you offended. But anybody can accept the Lord as their personal Savior. That does not mean he's accepted you. But his stamp of approval. See, we say, well, I'll do this, and I, that, that's me approving of him. Okay, fine. But that's not going to matter in eternity. It's going to matter about his opinion and his stamp of approval is him coming inside of you. And the evidence that he's inside of you is you cannot keep it inside of you because he's too big. He's God. And when he fills you, it can't stay inside of you. It's got to come out. Well, I've got the Holy Spirit. I just didn't speak in tongues. So you've got God in a box, what you're saying. You're saying you've got Jesus contained in you. Oh, it's going to get good. I'm preaching good right now. I know when I preach good. I know when I preach bad, too. But if you're saying you've got the Spirit, but it never came out of you, you're saying it's, it's, in a, it's at a controlled level. So you, as a human, are controlling how much God you get. That doesn't make sense to me. Because he's the creator of heaven and earth. He cannot be contained. He's infinite in wisdom and power. He's omnipotent, omnipresent, and omniscient. And for me as a human, a creation of the creator to say, I can have you inside me, but there's no evidence on the outside that you're on the inside. That doesn't make sense to me at all. If he's really on the inside of me, there should be visible evidence on the outside that something has taken place. And the evidence that God is inside of you is when you speak with other tongues as the spirit gives the utterance you cannot Keep it inside. Amen. God is not an undercover agent. 
only one I'm inside of you. According to the Bible, they heard them speak with tongues. That's how they knew they had the Holy Ghost because it came out of their mouth. I prayed for a kid a couple weeks ago. I told him this morning, he was, there were 17 that received the Holy Ghost, and he was number 18. And he was about 10 or 12 years old, and it took 30 minutes. Everyone else got a boom, 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 boom. But that little guy was a little soldier. He was praying. And I thought, well, I prayed for 15 minutes. He's probably, he's probably getting tired. He, I said, you done? He said, no, sir. I said, okay. He said, I'm not leaving until I get it. He's 10 years old. I said, let's go, homie. We'll, we'll stay all night. We could pray. Mom and dad were getting tired. They're praying. But after 30 minutes, that little dude, tears running down his eyes. He stopped speaking English, and stuff started coming out of his mouth that he never had spoken before. When he got done, he said, I can't believe it happened. I spoke in tongues. God gave me the Holy Ghost. I said, buddy, when you get a mentality like that, that I'm not leaving without the Holy Ghost, you will not leave without the Holy Ghost. Because guess what? More than you wanting to have it, he wants you to have it. It's the gift. It's free. He gave it to you. And everyone in here, you need to get the Holy Ghost before you leave. Let's stand right now. It's already in here. It's already in here. It's already in here right now. Hallelujah. 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 That's how you get the Holy Ghost, okay? I can't give it to you, bishop can't, pastor can't, but we know a God that will give it to you. Okay? Here's how you get it. Number one, you repent of your sins. It's turning away from sin. You can't say, God, I'm not sorry for all the stuff I'm doing wrong, but give me your spirit. You're never going to be perfect. You're going to mess up. But you can't get God without turning to God. Does that make sense? You can't say, God, here, have part of me, but don't have all. There was a girl that we just prayed through the Holy Ghost a couple weeks ago that we spent six or seven services praying for her. And every time we prayed, she would get real close. And finally, I just stopped all of us and said, are you involved in some kind of crazy relationship, not in the will of God, outside this church? She said, yes. I said, that's what's keeping you from getting the Holy Ghost, and you know it. She said, yes. I said, do you want God or the relationship? She said, I want the Lord. I said, okay, pray. Nothing happened. The next service, we were praying again. I said, did you, did you? disconnect the relationship? She said, no. I said, stop. You got to know me. I'm insane. I said, nobody pray for her. She doesn't want it. She wants God part of the way. I said, if you'll make up your mind and you want the Lord all the way, he'll give you the Holy Ghost right now. She started crying. She said, I want him. I said, are you wanting him enough to call the person outside after church and say it's over and I want God? She said, yes. I said, raise your hands. Boom. God gave her the Holy Ghost in five seconds. And she spoke in tongues for 15 minutes. Why? Because he knows. Oh, it's getting quiet in here right now. He knows when you're all in and you're not all in. Are you going to be perfect? Absolutely not. Are you going to mess up? Absolutely. Everybody in here has messed up. But you cannot get God without at least turning to God in the moment, saying, God, please, I'm giving all myself to you. Repentance is number one. Number two, you have to desire the Holy Ghost. In the back, hear me. On the sides, hear me. In the front, hear me. You cannot get the Holy Ghost if you do not want it. God's not going to give you the Holy Ghost if you've got a bad attitude, if you're mad. You know, I don't want to be at this church. God's not going to give you the Holy Ghost. He's not going to come inside of you if you don't want him inside of you. And believe it or not, that's not a good thing. You could leave and say, well, I didn't, I didn't go down to the altar. 
But when you're in hell, you'll be seeing that altar every day wishing you'd have came down to that place. Because guess what? In hell, people know why they went to hell. Read Luke 16. And you don't want to be in a place. That's straight preaching, isn't it? But guess what? It's just a, hell is just as real if I preach it or don't preach it. The devil would rather me not say that so you could keep doing your thing. But if I wake up and sound the alarm and say, guess what? There's a real heaven. There's a real hell. You're going to one of the two one day. Whether you like me or not, you're going to one of the two. I'd rather you not like me but get it right with God and go to heaven than love me for giving you some kind of sermon. But you never. The Holy Ghost is for everyone. Turn to your neighbor and say it's for you too. So you have to repent. You got to want it. Here's a real deep one. You got to have your mind on God. So in a few moments after we repent, the pastor's going to pray a prayer of repentance. We'll all repent together. And but then I'll pray a prayer of faith and God will pour out the Holy Ghost. But, but when we get ready to pray for the Holy Ghost, how, how do I get my mind on God? Well, you can, here's what I say is I, I just think of the Lord the best way I can. I close your eyes and raise your hands and lift your head up. And, and your mind is on the Lord, not on anybody around you, not who's going to be praying with you, not, not on the preacher, not on the Super Bowl. Please let your mind be on the Lord. I promise you this. I don't care if you're a diehard Patriots or Falcons fan. You get the Holy Ghost today, and if your team wins by 50 tonight, you'll still say the greatest part of this day was not your team winning the Super Bowl. It was what happened in this altar call when God filled you with the Holy Ghost. Period. And if your team loses by 50, you might need the Holy Ghost before you. Number four, you have to have faith that you're going to get the Holy Ghost today. That means that you're not coming here because I have faith for you. I have faith for you. But Jesus often said, according to your faith, be it unto you. So that means I'm like the little boy that came up and said, I'm not leaving until I get it. That's the mentality. I'm going to get the Holy Ghost today. Today is the greatest day of my life. God's going to fill me with the Holy Ghost. He's going to come inside. And guess what? If you're sick in your body, I don't know how many times I've seen God fill someone with the Holy Ghost. And instantly, the disease was gone from their body. The sickness was gone from their body. The pain was gone from their body. Why? Because he takes over. There's no infirmity that's as powerful as his spirit. And here's the clincher to getting the Holy Ghost. Ready? After we repent together and you tell the Lord you're sorry for your sins and I tell the Lord I'm sorry and I'm going to repent for me and he's going to repent for him and you're going to repent for you. And after all that and we're up here together and, and, and your mind's on God, you want the Holy Ghost and you've got faith you're going to get it. I'll pray a prayer of faith. And when I'm done, you'll begin to worship God. You can close your eyes and raise your hands, and, and you'll begin to worship God with your mouth. That means you tell him hallelujah, which is I give you everything, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. It's the highest praise you can give God. Or I love you, Jesus. I worship you. And guess what? Some of you, the last thing you say in English will be that one or two words, and all of a sudden something's going to come upon you, and you're going to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. And guess what? You'll know he's put his stamp on me. He's approved of me because he's living inside of me now. And I hate to 
expose the devil so bluntly, but I love to do it. But the depression or the stress or the anxiety or the fear or the torment, or you put the word in that whatever you're dealing with, when God fills you with the Holy Ghost, that thing cannot come at you the same way anymore because you've got power over the power of the enemy. He said, you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So to get the Holy Ghost, you repent. You want it. Get your mind on God. You have faith you're going to get it, and you don't stop worshiping with your mouth until it comes out. It's really simple. And guess what? It's going to rain in this room right now. Somebody clap your hands. Here we go. Hallelujah. 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 Turn to your neighbor and tell them you need a miracle. Now ask that neighbor, have you received the Holy Ghost by speaking in tongues? Now answer the question, yes or no. If they said no, tell them today's the day. If they said yes and it's been a long time, today's the day. You know, you know who I'm talking to. You know I'm talking to you. Haven't been in church in six months. I've been everywhere else. You need the Holy Ghost today, dude. Amen. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can come talk. I see you. All right. Here's the key. In the Bible, the Bible said there was one mind and one accord. And suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. It filled all the house where they were sitting. There appeared to them cloven tongues like a fire. They sat upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. The key to the outpouring of the Holy Ghost is everyone being in unity. So whether you have it or not, you have it, we need you to be worshiping with us with a spirit of unity for those that need the Holy Ghost. You don't have it, we're, we're going to be praying with you and God's going to give you the Holy Ghost. Amen. But in just a moment, we're all going to come down to the front. Altar workers are going to come down. Don't be scared of them. They're not mean. They're not, they're not animals. They're just trained and they know how to pray with you, whether you're hurting or suffering. They know how to pray. They can come down right now, and we're going to repent together. Pastor's going to do that, and then after we repent, I will pray the prayer of faith, and the Holy Ghost will fall, and people will be healed and filled with the Holy Ghost. If you have faith, would you clap your hands in expectation in Jesus' name? In Jesus' name. I'm going to make, so grab your neighbor by the hand right now and just tell him, come on. Brother Josh wants us to go to the front right now. Everybody come down to the front right now. The altar workers are down here, so I need everyone else to step out of the pew and come down to the front. Is the mic off? Everyone come down to the front right now. Everybody step out. The church, yes. Er, er, wow. There we go. There we go. Everyone step out. Come on. Come down to the front. Whether you have the Holy Ghost or not, remember unity. Come on. Everyone get close to the front. If you need the Holy Ghost, come on down here. If you don't need the Holy Ghost, come on down here. Praise God. These altar workers are trained, but if you're in the church and you've got the Holy Ghost, you, you ask someone if they have the Holy Ghost, you make sure you pray with them. Bring them down here. And you're an altar worker too. We're all going to worship and God's going to fill people with the Holy Ghost. But before we expect the Holy Ghost, we're going to repent of our sins so nothing's in the way of God pouring out His Spirit. Whether you're needing the Holy Ghost or you're wanting God to use you or you're not engaged at all, we're all going to repent so God can pour out His Spirit. 
Pastor. Bow our heads right now. Let's pray together. You talk to the Lord in your own words or you can repeat what I'm saying. But together and individually, we're going to ask God to forgive us of our sins. Lord, we thank you for your word. We thank you for your spirit. We thank you for Calvary. We're thankful, Lord, of the promise that if we would ask you to forgive us of our sins, that your word tells us that you would forgive us and cleanse us and make us brand new. Now, Lord, I ask you to forgive me of every sin, sins of my mind, sins of my hands, thoughts and actions. Forgive me of everything that has not been pleasing to you. I'm asking you to forgive me of all of my sins from the top of my head to the sole of my feet. Cleanse me by the blood of Jesus. Wash me as white as snow. In the name of Jesus, I believe you have heard my prayer. And I believe you have forgiven me, Lord, of every sin. And now, Lord, I believe that you will fill me with the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Can you guys come as close as possible up here? As close as you can. I know this. Now, all the people that did not move. You heard the word of the Lord. Unity. The outpouring of the Spirit. There are several people around you that probably did not move to come get the Holy Ghost because you did not step out in faith. I am not afraid of any human spirit in this room right now. We have too many people that know about this power in this church to be watching what's going on in this place. These people up here, they need the Holy Ghost, a life-changing moment with God. Can we get unified right now in this place? Can we get unified? Can we please get unified up here? There are people that need the Holy Ghost in the back. There are people that are struggling and being attacked. And this is their moment to hear, and this is not a chance for the devil to win the battle. Let's be connected right now. Can we get faith in here so everybody can feel the power of the Holy Ghost in here? Hallelujah. Do you remember when God filled you with the Holy Ghost? Someone around you might be wanting to come up here, and they can't come because of something attacking them. Amen. We're not dismissed. Are you ready? Altar workers, when someone gets the Holy Ghost, you're going to throw your thumb in the air to let us know. Are you ready? Would you raise your hands across this room right now in unity? Would you get your faith out that God's going to give you the Holy Ghost right now? 
and by the authority of the word of God and by the power of the name of Jesus receive ye the Holy Ghost shout hallelujah lay your hands on them and begin to receive the Holy Ghost in the name of Jesus 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 receive the Holy Ghost receive the Holy Ghost in the name of the Lord receive the Holy Ghost now in Jesus name there you go right now let that tongue go here it comes in Jesus name now receive one's received it right there in the name of the Lord one's received the Holy Ghost two have received the Holy Ghost Hallelujah. Who's next? Throw your thumb up and let me know. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the last day, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit. I will pour out of my spirit. I will pour out of my spirit. In the last days. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Somebody lay hands on him. Somebody lay hands on him. We got several over here. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Need some altar workers over here to my left. We've got three or four guys with nobody praying for them. In the name of the Lord. When they get the Holy Ghost, throw your thumb up so I can build faith for other people. I can't tell unless you tell me. So God is pouring it out already. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Lift up your voice and go after it right now. Lift up your voice and go after it right now. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Receive the Holy Ghost. Receive the Holy Ghost in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Right here. In Jesus' name. Every wall down. Every wall down. Every barrier. Receive the Holy Ghost. Now. There it is. There you go. Let it go. In Jesus' name. Right here. In Jesus' name. There you go. There you go. There we go. In the name of the Lord. Another one. In Jesus' name. Another one. Receive the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. In the last days, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit. I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh in Jesus name now 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 in Jesus name let that wall down let that wall down in Jesus name in Jesus name I love you, Lord. There you go, Bubba. Now, in Jesus' name, receive the Holy Ghost right now. In the name of the Lord. I love you, Jesus. Let those walls down. Let those walls down. Several over here need altar workers. Several over here need altar workers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. In the last day, saith God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh.
Palm Bay, when the seeker gets it, I need you to show me. We've had several get the Holy Ghost and no one's throwing their thumb up. When they get it, let us know, please, if you can hear me. Let us know. Come on, let's walk in the Spirit. Let's communicate. Let's stay connected right now. God is doing great things up here. People are weeping and speaking in tongues. Come on, stay connected. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Now, in Jesus' There we go. There we go. She just got the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Another one got it. Another one over there. That's five that I know received. That one just got it also. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Let us know when they get it. Let us know when they get it. In Jesus' name. Ready? Now. Here we go. Every wall's coming down.